My name is Miss Tiffany Morgan, and here is our co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Rowena Way. Hi. Hi, Hi, Tiffany. Tiffany. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? (laughs) What do you mean you can't hear me? There we go. Can you hear me now? Oh, absolutely. I can hear you now, girl. You're coming alive. <laughs> Excellent. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? I hate it all. How about you? I am drunk. All right. So basically, we're on the same level. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I just hate it all, and I wish I was drunk, and you're already drunk, so... I mean, it sounds like the perfect combination. I'm going to sit over here in the sun, I guess. <laughs> oh there we go oh that was the sultry pose do it again do it again hold on hold on i gotta get you there and and there we go so just do it for the ratings just do it for the ratings <laughs> all right just think it okay don't do that with your hair that that was just that was just no 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 i, I don't know if i like that look oh my god i'm on the other <laughs> side today this is so weird no oh i'm back well I, I can I can put you on the other side. There we go. There we go. You there can go. have some spotlight, dear. I'll let you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, for everyone listening on our podcast, my name is Rowena Way. I don't think and I said I'm, that earlier. And I'm Tiffany Morgan. And you're listening to What's the Maple Tea? The live the broadcast podcast where we talk about everything drag race. RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race Down Under, and soon to be... All-Star 6. Yeah, yeah. We have yet to have this conversation because I'm like, where am I watching this All-Star 6 and stuff? Like we well, it's on Crave. But you know, things are opening up. You could actually watch it with me. We could actually watch it together. Could we record things together in the same <gasps> studio? Maybe. Oh, and I could control the audio levels? <laughs> I, I mean, that would be fantastic, would it not? Give us a comment in the comment box, the joy of doing a live broadcast, if you think that Tiffany and I should record in the same room for the first time in a year and a half. It hasn't been that long, has it? No, we did my Christmas show in December in the same room. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That got me a little hot water, if I remember correctly. (laughs) We're like, we just tell them it was all online. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. 
Everything's okay. good. COVID's going away, right? Still wear a mask, please, everyone. Please wear a mask out in public. I get your vaccination. Get your first get your... or second vaccination. Everyone loves a good uh, a good jab. And I mean, if you can take two at once, even better. Blink, 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 blink. All right. Well, apparently when you get Rowena a little liquored up, she gets a little flirty. This explains a few things on how she won that competition in Ottawa now. Are we still on that? I won because oh, I'm, I'm the better performer. That. And by performer, I mean I'm better performing off stage. Yeah, exactly. Hello, gentleman fellow who has, like, the winning number of tickets in his... I never really understood that either. Tiffany, how do you you think that politicians win elections? Do you think they win by popular vote? No. But how did he have, like, 20 freaking tickets in his pocket, though? I never really understood that part. He drank a lot. He drank a lot, apparently. (laughs) Apparently just binge drank the entire time there. That's exactly um, what I'm doing. <laughs> when I was on stage, he was just binge drinking. Okay. Thank you. My my ego is like totally um, not destroyed. Oh. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. So we are uh, back together this week to talk about a very exciting episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. I would argue probably the least racist episode of Drag Race Down Under that there was this season. What? <laughs> Have we talked about how racist RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under is? Have we talked about that? I think we talked about it a little bit. We yeah. talked about the contestants. Yeah, That's what I meant. Oh, okay. But, but like, like the program? <laughs> given that the contestants are on the show... I would argue that this episode was the least racist due to the contestants. There we go. There we go. Yeah, you know, the winner go. only ate small children. So, you know, not, not racist I, I at mean, all. that's okay in today's day and age. Eating small children goes with population, like, decreasing, which helps control. the environment. So, it's, oh, it's that's environmental A-okay. control. Yeah, environmental, environmental control. control. Oh, gotcha. No, FYI, the winner does not eat small children, but if they do, I don't know. But if they, I hope that they don't, because I love them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, this is the, that was the last episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Um, and yeah, I watched it. When did I watch it? I actually watched it on Sunday, um, because I was like, I better watch this before People have spoiled it for me. And quite a few people like to spoil things. I just have to admit mm-hmm. that out loud. Because people literally... I, I commented on my Facebook. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad for the winner. And then literally everyone's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I, I'm really glad that blah, 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 blah one. And I'm like, I didn't say that. But, you know. No. Nope. Okay. Um, I had it spoiled for me. But then again, it was probably my own fault. Because I'm addicted to social media. And I was on Instagram... On Saturday, early in the morning, wasn't even like it was late in the afternoon, early in the morning, and someone posted who the winner was, and I found out who it was in advance. Although, I will say that I was very happy to be spoiled because, I mean, it was someone I wanted to win, so 
All good things. All good things. Side note, spoiler alert, you will find out in this episode who wins. So if you don't know or don't want to know, pause this episode and come back later. Hmm. Oh, what's going on here? What's going on where? Oh. Um, sorry, I'm just on the uh, on the fandom page, and I don't remember there being a miscongeniality mentioned in the program, but there There was not, but there is a miscongeniality. Yeah, there is a miscongeniality. That's a surprise. Okay, I'm happy about that too. Um, but yeah, continue let's continue on. <laughs> yeah. So, this episode was, as I said, the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. So, do we think... I mean, maybe this is a question for later, but do you think there's going to be a second season of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under? I have no idea. I have no idea. I I would like to see it, but I don't even... I think this is very... Was this... Sorry, let me get my thoughts into one consistent uh, tangent here uh Mm -hmm. would it still happen because this season was a combination of new zealand and australia and all the australian queens were in new zealand because new zealand opened up during covid for these kind of tv productions and stuff to me i'm like all those kind of parameters make this a very unique season Mm -hmm. will it happen again i don't know i don't know well i mean I think that based on those concerns, yes, it will probably happen again because Australia and New Zealand always have like the free visa system where people can fly and work from one to the other. Like that's, that's very easy for them. Um, it's kind of the same in the UK. Like it's easy for them to work in other countries within the UK. So I think that that's probably fine. Um, however, I'm more thinking, like, do we think that this season was successful enough to warrant a second season? I I don't know. I, I'm going to defer to some of our listeners here who are dropping like flies. And... No one wants to talk about this, apparently. I don't know. No one wants to apparently talk about this. Or maybe the fact that my face is slightly see-through. Um, but... You got to get some yeah. sun. That paleness. I, get some sun. I'm transparent. Um, but yeah, I, I think some people dropped off, right? I think a lot of viewers, mm-hmm. at least in Canada here, I think a lot of viewers dropped off and uh, they were not that engaged with it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What about you, Rowena? What, do you think they're, they're going to have a, another one like in like a year or two or... <gasps> Is it going to be like Canada's Drag Race, where it's like a year slash two years before they actually come out with another one? My argument is based on RuPaul's desire for money. (laughs) So I think, yes, there will be another season. Because RuPaul wants to milk this franchise for all it's worth. Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta work on that retirement bill, right? Like... All those years of doing Supermodel in the 90s, and, you know, it just Mm -hmm. went up her nose, and now she's got to think about retirement. You would think that she'd have... Go ahead. Hashtag... (laughs) Going up the nose, I know nothing. I know nothing. (laughs) Hashtag, I know nothing. Um, Yes, continue. You would think she would have enough money from all the fracking, but apparently not. (laughs) 
No, she needs to pay for the filler. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh um, so let's get into this episode. This was the finale, as I said, of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. We are at our final four queens. We have Scarlett Adams, Art Simone, Kate Amine, and Karen from Finance. Now, going into this, uh, Scarlett Adams had three challenge wins versus all the other queens who had one or none. Did Art Simone have none? Art Simone had had none. none. Yeah. Well, you know. Losers, weepers. I'm a winner, baby. (laughs) Very appropriate. Um, So going in... It does seem like Scarlett Adams has the best chance to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that got a lot of people nervous. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we just talked about being a little bit nervous on the program. That will be posted very momentarily. Um, Yeah. Last week's episode. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I mean, then you probably haven't listened to this one either. So. Yeah. I'll be uploading it very momentarily. But yeah, because some people just didn't really feel like she was... um, um, she was really um, um, like RuPaul girl worthy and stuff like that. Actually, I was talking to a neighbor. Uh, she just randomly, like you know, was walking by because you know neighbors and all that kind of stuff. Being neighborly, and, um, yeah. And she was saying that she was really glad that Scarlett didn't get it because she felt she feels like Scarlett's mean and just spoiler nasty. alert: Scarlett does not win. Oh wait! Oh spoiler! She doesn't win. <laughs> you now can. Three out of the four choices now. Who was it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm I'm kind I'm really glad that she didn't get it. I am also very glad. But I mean, we'll get into that. So um, the first little bit of this episode was a very lovely uh, meet and greet for the girls with a very famous actress slash singer. Yes, Miss Dame Olivia Newton-John. It was Wait, dame, is she right? a dame? I didn't know she was a dame. I thought they introduced her as dame. Oh, Are you sure they didn't Olivia least... Newton-John. I'm doing a Google search right now. We're going to find out. Dame. Yeah, I don't she's a think... Dame. Is she really? Yeah. Hey, Wikipedia, don't lie. Dame Olivia Newton-John. I mean, yeah. Wow. I thought we only reserved that for really famous people. She is really famous. I know. About? I love Greece. I love Greece. I completely like. I think Olivia Newton-John is fantastic. I love her music. I perform her music like amazing. Um, but also her daughter. Oh, I. <laughs> that was her daughter beside her. That's mm-hmm. Her daughter. Oh my God! Yes. Um... That was uh, Chloe uh, Latanzi? Latinzi. Latinzi? Tanzi? Um, yeah, that was quite um, an outfit. It was chesty. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at Dame Olivia Newton John and I'm like, oh my God, she's just beautiful and classy and like. Blah, she's blah, had blah. some good work done. Well, she's had. Like respectable work done. That's why I said but good then, work. She's had exactly. good work done. Well, uh, 
hey, good, that, that respectful, respectable work done. But meanwhile, her daughter there with the cha-cha is like, like, I was like, and just out there too. I was like, uh, I'm like, obviously both of their, they didn't have the same. Um, makeup and or but yeah they person. did not they did not have the same makeup artist or at least they didn't have the same stylist stylist thank you that was the word I was looking for I'm like wow like it was like it was like it was like death and <laughs> I had a dream last night I had a dream last night that I last minute got to style Nicole Kidman for her Oscars acceptance speech and I had her lay down on the floor and I got to like paint her hair which was white for some reason from like white to blue to red and then like quick dry it so that when she went out on stage she would look gorgeous okay Yes. Anyways, uh, sorry. Anyways. I, I'm like, I'm like, where? I'm like, what the hell does that have anything to do with RuPaul's Drag Race, Rowena? Where are you? Stylish, stylist. Anyway, oh, stylist. Okay, okay. Are you sure you didn't have some sort of uh, gummy or something before you started drinking? I mean, well? I'm positive, but I have some in my fridge. I could go yeah. eat one. Would that make it better? Um, <laughs> maybe I'll just justify this shit show, but. <laughs> Anyway, um, so they got to chat with Olivia Newton-John and her daughter very briefly. Um, Basically, it was nothing, just like almost every single one of these celebrity meet and greets we've had all season. Yeah, I am glad that they brought Olivia Newton-John, Dame Olivia Newton-John out um, at the end. Like, she's she's an infamous, famous uh, She's both famous and infamous. Chloe, I have no idea who the fuck she is, and all I thought was that she was just like, oh, okay, so sh- this is her TikTok, and uh, Olivia, right beside Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but what did they, they just, they just did a, a speech, didn't they? They just, what was it all about? I mean, I they did talk they to did. them, but very briefly, the, and not really about TVs. anything. No, 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 no. But the main challenge, so uh, the main challenge being that they weren't writing or singing to Xanadu. No, although that would have been fantastic. Oh my God, that would have been great. But no, they were to write and perform uh, a new version, new lyrics to RuPaul's song, I'm a Winner Baby. I'm a Winner Baby. I'm a Winner Baby. I'm a Winner. I'm a Winner. Get your prize. One of us is a recording artist, and one of us is a singer. <laughs> I would be the singer. You would be the recording artist. <laughs> the um, audience has spoken. Yeah, I There we go. Uh, yeah, so there was a lot of talk about whether or not they were going to do, like, a spoken word part do they call it a rap I don't even think it's really a rap most of the time it's just like a spoken word I mean Um, spoken word would imply no music rap would imply music okay sure 
I mean, other than otherwise, what is the difference between rap and spoken word? Well, there is some sort of rhyme or lyrical, like you know, there there is a cadence and a kind of a, you know, yeah, spoken word is just here I am, blah blah blah, ketamine, da da da. I'm Rowena Way, drag queen, drag queen, makeup, filler, put that filler <laughs> in my lip, all-stars, seasons, have Six. big lips, <laughs> send the queens home, bring the queens back, a hundred thousand dollar rue, where's my smack? I don't know. Was that yeah, spoken okay, word? So, yeah, that would be, that would be more like rapping, I suppose, because it's, um, it's, uh, poetic. Mm-hmm. Poetic. What is the word I'm looking for here? There's a rhyme to it. Is there a rhyme or reason to it? Mm. But yeah, so three out of the four girls decided to do like a a rhyme, a rap. Yeah, um, and one of them decided to sing. Yes. With lots of auto tune, but sing nonetheless. Well, I was a little surprised because they didn't... uh, Well, mind you, this is the closing. But Mm -hmm. there was no recording of them recording. Yeah. Right? They've actually... They've cut that out twice now. Because they didn't record them recording for... um, For their girl groups, either. In Drag Race Down Under? Yeah. Well, they they had a bit, right? They had a bit of Anita Wiglet. I remember um, they, she was ha- struggling with that one. Was it? Uh, was thing. it? Was it the other? Was it Drag Race Down Under then? No, sorry. Was it um, Drag Race UK then, or was it Drag Race Thirteen? One of the oh, seasons they UK. also didn't record them. Hmm. Maybe because they already had something like that early on, right? Because they do the group number, mm-hmm. and we always see them struggling to do the. The, the you know the music and stuff in the group number recording the music mm-hmm. so maybe they, the producers in both seasons are like we already got that let's do more storyline because it is the grand finale you kind of you kind of want to wrap things up right you don't want to be wrap like, try- things up yeah you, you don't want to have it that it's like um, that you, you kind of want to wrap it all in a nice bow and be like here's your winner you don't want to be developing any more characters at that point because at that point you should be done well I mean one of my major complaints for the season was that I didn't know who any of these people were ever almost at all so I kind of would have liked to have gotten to know them a little bit better which we did actually get to know them a little bit better in this episode because they had their tic tac lunches which uh, were not tic tacs this time around there was some sort of Australasia, like Jaffa's. There, Jaffa's. I think that are those not cinnamon candies? Je ne sais pas. Okay. Well, anyway. je vais chercher. Um. So yeah, they were uh, only one person had two of those. <laughs> the other, the other three had none. I mean, yeah, everyone turns to... them down. I would totally be eating them. I'd be there nibbling the entire time. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you don't, you don't want them in your mouth when you're... Because that's also part of the podcast, is it not? Like, whatever you record in there becomes part of their podcast. Oh! So you don't want to be eating anything. Jaffa's are a New Zealand registered trademark for a small, round, sweet, consisting of a solid, 
orange-flavored chocolate center with a hard covering of red-colored confectionery. The name is derived from the Jaffa orange. Great. So apparently they don't have Tic Tacs. They have small orange-flavored chocolates with covered with red candy. My God, that seems to be the only freaking normal thing that they have. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't filled with Marmite. Or, or I don't know, like, you know, something that's going to sting you, like ants or something. <laughs> oh, wait, it's full not... of poisonous spiders and snakes. That's Australia, not New Zealand. New Zealand's the complete opposite. New Zealand is beautiful and has nothing poisonous. Nothing will kill you. No, no. Unless nothing. there's, you know, a herd of sheep that's trying to stampede mm-hmm. you out or something. I don't know. Yep. There was that movie about crazy sheep eating humans. I remember that one somewhere. Bee it was called Mutton movie. Chop. Mutton Chop? <laughs> <laughs> I have Filled no idea. In New Zealand. <laughs> I, I have no idea, but I would love it. Someone make a movie <laughs> called Mutton Chop. And it's about a serial killer from New Zealand who actually is a sheep. <gasps> oh my god, that would be great. I would the serial killer's name? Lamb Chop. I would pay exactly $3 to watch that online. I would totally do it. I would totally do it. Guaranteed money. $3. $3. If it costs you more than $3 to make it, you did it wrong. Hmm. What did you think about the interviews, the one-on-one interviews? They kind of got in-depth with with a couple of them. So I've had a a couple discussions with people about this already, actually. And um, I believe that RuPaul and Michelle need to stop pretending that they are licensed therapists. (laughs) Dead! Dead! (laughs) They are not qualified They are not qualified as therapists, and they need to stop. Do you feel like they're trying to channel their inner Oprah? (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. RuPaul is like, I'm going to have a magazine. It's going to be called RuPaul, and I'm going to host my own talk show. It'll be called The RuPaul Show, which she used to have at one point. And, uh... Yeah, but they only talked about sex and stuff on that, yeah. They, they need to stop. They need to stop. Like, they can ask the queens. They can get to know them. They can ask them about their lives. But telling them that their issues come from trauma is too much. Um, yeah. But, but it was interesting seeing the Art Simone because finally... We learned a little bit more about... Actually, now that I say that, we learned a little bit more about Art Simone in the final freaking episode, mm-hmm. even though they're supposed to be wrapping this stuff up. Uh, we learned that, uh, you know, she supports... Uh, like, oh, Sorry, I didn't see what you are doing there. Uh, she I was wrapping it up in a nice little bow. Oh, thank you. She supports um, people, literally, with her career, <laughs> like, mon- financially-wise, like, you know. And it's not, you know, supporting from her bottom lip sort of thing, you know? Like, <laughs> um, I was like, wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was also a little surprising. Like, they're like, oh, you need to lean on people. You need to, uh, uh, for you to move forward and da-da-da. And I'm like, I'm like, if she's at this level, 
if she's at this level where she's competing in a reality show and stuff like that, it's hard for me to believe that she doesn't rely on others to help her. Like, look at those outfits. Like, are all those outfits just, you know, she sketched them, gave them to someone to make, and they made them? For I mean, money? paying like, someone to make something is not relying on other people. So no, I understand that, but I'm saying that you those outfits, you couldn't have just been gone to a high fashion street and just be like, here's my idea, go with it, without it being like a collaborative sort of like supporting. But like I would argue that, that like relying on other people and using other people to help with creating your craft is not the same thing. Like, they're, I mean, even myself, like, I have reached out to people to help me with, like, wig styling and stuff like that. It's not so much me relying on them. It's it's me asking them to help with something. Whereas, like, relying on other people is, like, an emotional investment, a time investment, a... It's, I don't think that's the same thing. Oh, Okay. But that's just me. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you just need a wardrobe artist and someone to book things and someone to take photographs and all that kind of stuff. Like, what else do you need? Just paid friends. You just need to hire your friends, too. Exactly. Exactly. And when you get $100,000, my God, they just come rolling in. So what? Uh, so you <laughs> you don't like the psychoanalysis situation? No, I really don't. Um, what about like they seem to be very light on Karen from finance, but they kind of they talked about her drag, but they didn't like go into like the trauma of your childhood sort of situation, really. Yes, but they but they did say like Karen from finance is a character. She's been playing a character forever, and. The thing that I found interesting was that Karen said that she's afraid to not play her character because everyone expects her and Tiffany just walks away. (laughs) They just, they just expect her to be the character of Karen from finance and she's not allowed to be anything else. So how is she supposed to go forwards and be the future of drag if she can't move on from this pigeonhole that she's made for herself absolutely absolutely girl we're both in the dark now i'm not in the dark i'm in the (laughs) semi-light girl please you're in the dark there (laughs) she gave up her soul a long time ago she's just hiding in the shadows i once dated Uh, a ginger <laughs> he feasted on my soul for exactly six months, and it <sighs> felt good. Um, <laughs> what did you think about Karen from Finance? No, it was it was great. You know, we, we never it never came up um, about her kind of like a little bit of it past. I'm not. I, But when I think, when I hear about it, you know, like some of the Reddits and stuff about her and that tattoo and her collection and stuff, like she's, I think she's definitely moved on from it. And I think she's, you know, uh, trying to make some reparations and stuff with that. Mm -hmm. 
And to be honest, I, 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 I can totally understand that if she was in a culture, like a totally white culture, she would not have known, like as a child, like, you know, the, uh, those dolls were inappropriate, you know, so... And maybe that's just, you know, my, coming from my privilege, though, too. Uh, but that never came up in the program. Um, no. Nope. It was really just, you know, her being fixated on the Karen character and unable to to um, to play with it, I suppose, where she's basically tight-casted herself, right? Mm-hmm. It makes me think, Rowena, like, some of us drag queens... Um, may overthink our characters a bit, right? Like I, I think so. I there I think it's too much to say like I am this. Like that. people people always say like you have to know who you are as a drag queen. You have to know who your drag character is. You have to know who your persona is. And that's great, but you also have to create a person. If you create a caricature, then you're doing what Karen from Finance did, and you're creating Karen from Finance, this person who only exists in this like financial universe of, I don't know, steals pots and pans. And uh, <laughs> and that's that's fine. If you only want to do that, but if you create a person who's a part of you, if you're essentially just embodying a part of yourself, then you have the liberty to change and develop and evolve over time. So Tiffany, as someone who created a character who hasn't changed in 20 years, how do you feel about this topic? Well... (laughs) <laughs> I uh, have I really created a character I've had that question over the years you know when I first started off they're like oh the Tiffany character what is she like da 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 and you know I, I had I had you know I had the points I would talk, have the talking points I'm like yeah Tiffany's this Tiffany's that but more and more along the line I, I the lines kind of blurred you know um that whatever character you're making, it has mm-hmm. to come from somewhere. It has to come from somewhere of your own personal character. And then when you realize that that's part of your own character, that's you. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiffany is me. Me is Tiffany. Um, <laughs> and then sometimes those lines kind of blur a bit, right? So, um, I mean, would I have earlier on talked about Tiff's garden, for instance, right? Because gardening was definitely yeah. like something that I like to do. Um, and that was not at all fashionable or anything like, like, you know, would you be talking about that at the nightclubs? No. Uh, (laughs) But now it's like, well, I mean, you would be talking about Tiff's garden, but it would specifically be referring to your bush. Exactly. Exactly. I need a full gardening crew, please. (laughs) Well, when I started doing drag, I initially was like, oh, well, Rowena needs to be a character. And then I quickly kiboshed that because I realized that Rowena is just me presenting more of my feminine side. And it really, Rowena really is me. Like when I am in drag, when I am Rowena, I'm still me. I'm still Ian. I have 
I just present myself differently than when I'm out in the real world. And I think that's the better way for me, at least, to do it because so many people are afraid of sharing their true self. And that's why they do drag. Whereas I have absolutely no shame. I am confident in who I am. And I'm just like, this is me. This is also me. I just, this is me performing. This is me being myself. They're really the same person. It's just one of them has makeup and dresses on. And sweet peas, I know from firsthand experience, she has no shame when she goes to get changed into different drag outfits in Smith Falls. Um. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I definitely didn't do anything shameful. Nope, never. No, 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 no. You know, that small bus of nuns driving by did not all just bring out their cameras and blush. No. The little old lady on her porch did not get an eyeful. <laughs> But I did. <laughs> You're I supposed to be standing guard. Ah! You're supposed to be standing guard. Oh, I almost lost my eye. <laughs> so the other I'm part sorry. of this episode was they had it's to perform. Brilliant. They had to perform the new versions of I'm a Winner Baby in front of the judges on the main stage with their pre-recorded verses and their choreography, which they had to learn with a very kind choreographer. He was so nice to them. You know that if he ever took you to bed, he'd just be, you know, petting your hair, speaking softly to you while he's, like, trying to ram some sort of... Um, he'd be like, don't watermelon. Worry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> a watermelon? A watermelon. That gives a new definition to the phrase, I carried a watermelon. Oh. Um, I'm trying to repeat. What was what were the songs from that movie? Oh my god. Um Dirty It's dancing. uh the, 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 the dancing one. The um I've had the time of my life. No no I've had the time of my life. And I had the time of my life. No, I never felt this way before. Never felt this way. And I swear, it's the truth. Yeah, anyways, um, if you want to hear Rowena Way's rendition of I've Had the Time of My Life, where she sings both parts, the male and the female... Go to my YouTube. No, just kidding. I've never done that. Uh, just I, I in my bedroom. Know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Rowena, where's the husband? Is he away for the next hour? <laughs> I don't know where he is right now, actually. Has <laughs> <laughs> been on the loose. Watch out. Watch out. Um, oh, I not married, the by the way. Like people, there's people watching us, but no one has commented no At comments all. yet. It's kind of At weird. All. It's like voyeurism. It's when people are watching you and listening to you, but they're not saying anything. They're, they're probably just laughing hysterically that this is just a shit show right now. So. I mean, every episode with us is the shit show. This one's probably just more because I'm literally just finishing my beer now. All right. Well, 
So they did the dance routine, the singing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to go through each one? I mean, I don't really have much to say about them. I actually, overall, I thought the performance was cute. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, but it was very simple. It was kind of like a UK hun type of thing where they're just like, UK hun. Well, it seemed to be that some of them were giving much more complicated uh, routines. It seemed, mm-hmm. it seemed like some were, you know, reduced. Um, like Scarlett, for instance, I think had a lot more routines, but she is a dancer. I think they, she I is think a dancer. they said it appropriately for her level, her skill level. Um, they were kind of kicking whenever someone was learning their individual uh, dance moves. It was kind of mm-hmm. cute that way. Um, who were they thinking that couldn't get it? They were anyway. Was it, it Kita or Karen? It was one of the two that the you know there was a little shade going on. There's mm-hmm. a little shade going on. Mm-hmm. It is interesting though. At the end of the day, when they were doing critiques, I don't remember them really critiquing that much on the performance. They did not. They barely said anything. So let's just not say anything either and move on to the outfits. <laughs> Yes, what was the look? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna, I gotta find what the look was. It was just like the finale the best extravaganza. Best, best drag. drag. Okay, yeah, let's start drag. with Karen from Finance, because I have a comment. When did Karen from Finance become Miss Morrible from Wicked? Sure, yes. She exactly. she literally, to me, she looked like the the school principal from the Wicked musical. Like, she looks like she belongs in the land of Oz. I was thinking she was more like... Well, who was that? Oh, is it Truvy? Truvy? Um, no, not Truvy. Anyway, there was a movie in the 70s and he was across, like, you know, he was dressing as a woman sort of thing mm-hmm. to be able to live in a woman's world. It was like one of those movies. <laughs> it's a woman's world. Tell the truth. Yeah. It's a woman's had, world. She had the that like a, a short wig that was like round with the glasses. And she definitely had like a long sequin dress like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what the... Tootsie. Trixie? Tootsie. We got our first comment. Tootsie. The movie Tootsie. Tootsie. Tootsie, 1982. I've never seen Tootsie. Well, I haven't either, to be honest. Okay. (laughs) We have have homework tonight. We're going to watch the movie Tootsie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Tootsie. Okay. I'm going to Google this. Yeah, when you look it up, Care for Finance... Like, Tootsie reminds me a lot. Or Karen reminds me a lot of Tootsie now. Oh my god, yes. Except ginger instead of blonde. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, I'm totally watching. Wait, didn't Tootsie get made into a musical? Didn't Tootsie get made into a musical recently? Or was she a musical already? No, no, Tootsie got made into a musical. (laughs) Yes, with Dustin Hoffman. Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman. No, no, but the Tootsie musical got uh, 2018. 
It just came out in 2018. It won the Tony Award for Best Book of a Musical. Well, see, we have to make those connections for Rowena. It's always interesting because I'm like, my connections are, you know, uh, 80s movies and her, it's uh, Broadway. (laughs) I love Broadway. Really, really. Just make any connection to Broadway and I'll get it. Okay. Yeah. Made into a musical. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Side note, Broadway. Broadway is opening back up. But if you got the AstraZeneca vaccine, you're not allowed to go. Okay, that's just, that to me, I'm like, that's just really being evil at that point. People were asking about, anyway, let's not get into that. Anyway, let's not get into that. We're not talking about that in this podcast. So that was Karen from Finance. Uh, Next up was Ketamine. Um, Her outfit, she walked out as a, a Victoria's Secret model angel. She had the retractable wings or whatever yep. you call those. Yeah. Extendable, retractable. Yeah. I thought it was whatever a really nice used. outfit. I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked really good for her. I love those mm-hmm. colors. I know. actually thought her makeup did not look like her normal makeup. Her face looked quite different than I would usually expect it to look. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Like, like the, you know, the con, like the, uh, the choices of the the shape of the eye and stuff like that mm-hmm. were definitely there. The choice of the the breastplate, like that was always that's always been kind of a a thing with me with her and ketamine uh, and her breastplate. Like her colors sometimes I don't think matches her face. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the case with every single girl with a breastplate. It's hard to match. It's hard to match, especially if you're buying it when you're in COVID lockdown and you're like on the website, you're like, I think that's my color. <laughs> I think I think that's the shade of white that I am. <laughs> like, let's buy it from Thailand now. <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> Oops. You know, a little different color now. But yeah. anyway. Um, and then there was the next queen, Art Simone. Who came out in this beautiful turquoise uh, ball gown that I thought was just delightful. Okay, well, well, okay. So, yes, um, we have a comment here that says that Karen from Finance is clearly based on Judy Burley from 9 to 5. Yes, yes, I agree. And actually, Karen from Finance has stated this herself. Um. But I'm pretty sure she actually said that she was based on, uh, no, no, it was, it was, uh, it was Jane Fonda. It wasn't Dolly Parton's character. It was Jane Fonda's character. Um, when she came out, when she came, that first reveal, like when they're coming into the room, that was an homage to the Jane Fonda because that one scene in nine to five, that fantasy scene that they have, Mm -hmm. they're like, I was like, and how dare you think that I have not seen nine to five? I mean, I might not have seen every single, like, cultural reference that I need to see as a gay man, but, like, I have seen 9 to 5. Thank you very much. I own 9 to 5 on DVD. I work 9 to 5. Where is... Working down to five, put away to make a living, barely getting by. It's all taken and no given. They just use your mind and you barely make a credit. Just for the audience listening, that was Tiffany singing, not Rowena. Yeah, I don't um, know why I was trying to do the high voice there. I don't know. 
<laughs> I couldn't tell. Um, so Art Simone came out in this lovely, beautiful turquoise ball gown. And I thought she looked perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember the outfit. And they don't even have any photos of this. So clearly forgotten already. Really? <laughs> I'm going to Google. A, they do do good turquoise kind of colors there. Like there, there's been a lot of good kind of like turquoise light blue and then the pinks and stuff of like that it it kind of yeah it, it's it's been a really nice color palette i mm-hmm. find uh it's like the pastels kind of but um glitzy yep yeah um and then finally last but not least well maybe least scarlet adams um her finale look Wait, what was her finale look? Um, uh, loser? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we already discussed that. Who is, oh my God, what, why do they not post any photos? I rely on you website that doesn't get any money from me to to, to provide me with the things I need. I don't know what it looks like. I can't find anything on it on Instagram. Anyways, Scarlett Adams doesn't win. So after, <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I after have a, they I all have a walked photo. down, I have a side photo. Where is the oh, side photo? Oh, now ah. it's all the way at the bottom. Oh, for the love, let's see. Oh, she wore the pink. She wore she wore kind of like a Chanel kind of dress that you would expect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry, Art Simone. She had the big silhouette like she had that big kind of um um crinlin sort of dress That's yes right. lots of tool and yeah uh the other yeah scarlet adams she came out in like a pink kind of dress with uh kind of a pink hair sort of thing mm-hmm. um big so, earrings though so at least it had some yeah so moving on from the looks um rupaul apparently decided they all were amazing and all of them had to lip sync for their life. And they had to lip sync, of course, against or uh, to the song Physical by Olivia Newton-John, which is one of my go-to drag songs. Yeah. Let's get physical. Physical. <laughs> it's, it's, um, also, it's also the first song whenever she's trying to like entice a gentleman fellow up to her bed. <laughs> Oh, of course. Of course. So they lip sync to Let's Get Physical. However, they had to lip sync individually, which uh, might just be for filming purposes so they can more easily cut each of their uh, performances into a montage of all of their performances. Can you imagine Uh, that filming day? I like this comment. This comment's lovely. It's complimentary, oh. which means I like it. It says, yes. and you do it better, Rowena. Well, thank you very oh, much. You. That's because I do it campy. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and Scarlett Adams' outfit was Cake Topper Barbie. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. Cake yeah. Topper Barbie. I, uh, so, that's, yeah, can you imagine doing that four times? Watching Ugh. that four times, like that filming day must have been like, ugh. 
right? I would not want to be the judges sitting listening to Physical, which is already one of those songs that get stuck in your head four times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know they do like clipped versions, so they do shorter versions, but even listening to a minute and a half of Physical four times through is well, too much. Trying, just trying to have the same face too, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. If you can't tell, audience, I keep touching my hair because it's too long and I need a haircut. And and she's just trying to, you know, do the thirst trap photos as well. Where's your No, I, it literally, there? like, keeps touching me oh, in my eyes and I don't like right, it. Yeah, there we go. Um, you know, I'm going to take a hot moment um, to, you know, do a tangent away from your hair. Okay. And, <laughs> and uh, say that I was... Uh, so when they first opened up uh, today's episode, mm-hmm. it's always the end of the previous episode, and Electra had had been taken away, right? Um, did we? Yeah. So Electra was gone. And they were saying that how when they were doing the final song, Kida and Electra, that Electra just apparently kept looking back at Kida the entire time um, during the performance. So you're just like, oh. Um, so, you know, because in the last episode when we wrapped up, we kind of felt like, oh, well, they they just gave it to the the more supreme queen sort mm-hmm. of thing, right? Like, you know, this whole um, belief that the the you know the one who's been in the business longer deserves it better than someone who's only been in the business for like a year or something like that. But but it sounds like she probably had, um, Electra probably had. Uh, you know, shot herself in the foot when she was, you know, going against her, her boss, I suppose. (laughs) If we get on Canada's drag race together and we are both in the final five and we have to lip sync against each other, I'm not doing that. (laughs) You're not looking over to see what the hell I'm doing. No, I'm just going to lip sync and, uh, win. Yeah, and I'm just going to go up from behind you and push you off the stage. Sounds about right, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want drama, Canada's Drag Race Season 3? I will give you drama. (laughs) And court orders to attend. And and lawsuits. (laughs) Lots of lawsuits. lawsuits. (laughs) Where's my beaded necklace that just breaks and falls down the staircase while you're walking up it? Rowena had to quit this season because she broke both legs, both arms, and her neck. We don't know why, though. Exactly. And so, yeah. whatever, when you get on, not if. Right, like, yes, exactly. when, when. All gr- Canada's Drag Race season 15. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> when they ran out of Canadian queens. The gender wars at that point. <laughs> Uh, the annihilation of gender. I don't know. Right? Or something like that. <laughs> so they all lip synced for their life to physical. And then RuPaul crowned the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. And it was the only Tiffany one who's Barnett. not a racist. The, the one person. <laughs> Art Simone stayed out of it, didn't she? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so the winner was Ketamine, just as Yay! both Tiffany and I desired. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I jumped out of my seat. I was Did so you actually? Happy. 
Wow, that's the most exercise you've done in three months. I know. I had to really pee at that point, too. But I got out of my seat and... (laughs) No, I was very, very pleased. Mm-hmm. Can I mean, like, I started, I started identifying with her. I think, I think that's also with when it comes to the uh, reality shows, like with the someone who you most identify with. And I think with Kitty Bean, a lot of people identified with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the struggles and trials and tribulations she went through. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, she's got she's got a good uh, international fandom sort of thing. She's got a good heart. That too, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the winner of the first ever season of Drag Race Down Under is Ketamine. And the Miss Congeniality was Ketamine's business partner, Anita Wiglet. Yeah. So, just as a recap here, I had no idea that there were these things happening after the show had done. So, there was four votes by the cast. For Anita Wiglet, she won Miss Congeniality. I think that's amazing. I think she deserves it. She definitely is the Miss Congeniality. Um, I mean, everyone else was kind of a cunt. So, I, it's perfect. <laughs> so, uh, and it was a very clear a winner. But yeah. Maxie Shield, because don't forget Maxie. <gasps> Maxie. She, Maxie got two votes. Tits enormous. But remember, Anita was hugging everyone. She just, yeah. she just kept, you know. She was. Like, so So, that's the first season of drag race down under i can't make any more bad australian accents because it's done it's done (laughs) i i guess i'm just gonna have to cheer for jan in all stars six starts on thursday oh my god all right are we still doing this rowena i guess we are All Star Six. So excited! I'm so excited. No, no, I can't wait because I believe that Jan is going to win, and I'm cheering Jan or Eureka, one of the two. I'm choosing Jan or Eureka. Those are my votes for the winner of All Star Six. But Thursday there are two episodes back to back. Wait, what? What else is going on? Two episodes of All Star Six back to back on Thursday. Why? What the hell? What's going on? Because they want to. Hey, don't you dare vote Jan down. Jan is amazing. Jan is the man. Jan's the jantasy. Feeling the jantasy. Thank you, studio audience. Thank okay. you so much. I'm also <laughs> cheering for Trinity K. Bonet, though, because I think that she's incredible. So those are my three. Jan, Eureka, and Trinity K. Bonet. All right. All right. So watch Drag Race All-Stars 6 on Thursday on Crave or Paramount Plus. Or if you're in the UK for some reason listening to us, you can watch it on Netflix UK. Great. And as soon as you find out how Tiffany's going to watch it, we'll figure that out. (laughs) Crave. You're going to come watch it with me, girl, Thursday night. I'll I'll message you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We'll talk more. We'll talk more. We'll talk. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll just bring the wet wipes just to wash down whatever surface I'm going to sit on. You mean every surface I've already touched? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you shady girl. You shady girl. Oh my God. Rowena, I, I, this is what, like two, uh, two full seasons that we've sat here and chatted on the maple three we also talked about drag race uk 
Has it been three full seasons? We have done we... three full seasons together in 2020. Oh One. God. In 2021, we've done three full seasons. Wow. Wow. I know. Insane. When is RuPaul I... ever going to give us a break? I don't know. We're going to have to give ourselves a break or something. We, I, mean, I don't know. At some point, I'm going to go on a vacation and I'm just going to be like, no, we're taking two <laughs> weeks off. No, Jam was eliminated in episode two. I am just going to take a week off. <laughs> I mean, if that happens, we might just have to take a week off because I will be in drama. Trauma. Oh, my God. Is it wrong that I'm kind of half wishing that Jam is eliminated <laughs> in the second episode now? <laughs> no. I feel like I need a break or something. My prediction oh my is God. Serena Cha-Cha goes home first. Yeah, that is my prediction. Like that, yeah, go right. Right, you don't know Serena Chacha. You didn't watch the early seasons. No, I resisted. You don't know Miss Soft Sculpture, Soft Sculpture herself. I don't even know that reference outside because quite often, quite often, I'll hear the references outside of watching the show. Like, if you don't have nails, is it drag or whatever? Like, I'll, I know those references, but soft sculpture? What the hell? Soft serve? This! There we go. And with that, my name is Rowena Way. And my name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. And you've been listening to What's the Maple Tea? Uh, if you want to follow us, you can go to themapletea.ca for all your podcast needs. Or you can go and follow us on Facebook at What's the Maple Tea. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Rowena Way. And same with Tiffany, all the same. Yeah, especially on my website at Tiffany.com. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet peas. Have we'll a great you. evening and see you at a live show near you. Details to come. Thank you.